Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 135. We're reading 1 Kings chapters 16, 17, and 18 today. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Fiona Carter. This is the Daily Reader for day 135, 1 Kings chapters 16 through 18. Our story takes place today in Israel, beginning about 45 years after the kingdom is fractured. Jeroboam's dynasty lasted barely two generations and Baasha's will last barely two years. As you'll read today, Chaos has a stronger reign in the northern kingdom of Israel than any of her kings do, with conspiracy and treachery accompanying almost every generation. But this is not just another record of ancient political intrigue. Though the children of Israel are governed by separate kingdoms, the Lord's covenant is with Abraham's descendants, not their political entities. And when they provoke the Lord to anger with their idols, the Lord responds, often, by sending prophets to speak his warnings. Now, while we've seen such prophets as Nathan and Gad and Ahijah confront kings on the Lord's behalf, none rises to the stature of Elijah, who rises to prominence in chapter 17. Elijah is sent to Israel's king Ahab, who, with his wife Jezebel, did more to provoke the Lord than all the kings of Israel who were before him. Today's intrigue is set against the backdrop of a drought, which the Lord has orchestrated to show his power to Ahab. After pronouncing the Lord's vow, Elijah runs to be cared for by the Lord first east of the Jordan and then in the land of Sidon, where the Lord exerts his power to provide for Elijah and his foreign hosts. In the third year, the Lord sends Elijah back to Israel, where a showdown is arranged between Elijah and the prophets of Baal. The dialogue in this episode is rich, humorous, and biting. Elijah's sarcasm is unlike anything we've seen. He's fearless before the king, audacious in the face of Baal, and utterly convinced that the Lord will win. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, he calls out on Mount Carmel, that this people may know that you, O Lord, are God. Our verse for this week is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 1 Kings 16-18. through 18. Now let's read it. Chapter 16. And the word of the Lord came to Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Bashah, saying, Since I exalted you out of the dust and made you leader over my people Israel, and you have walked in the way of Jeroboam, and have made my people Israel to sin, provoking me to anger with their sins. Behold, I will utterly sweep away Basha and his house, and I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Anyone belonging to Basha who dies in the city, the dogs shall eat, and any one of his who dies in the field, the birds of the heavens shall eat. Now the rest of the acts of Bashan, and what he did, and his might, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Bashan slept with his fathers and was buried at Tizra, and Elah his son reigned in his place. Moreover, the word of the Lord came by the prophet Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Bashan and his house, both because of all the evil that he did in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger with the work of his hands, in being like the house of Jeroboam, and also because he destroyed it. In the twenty-sixth year of Asa, king of Judah, Elah, the son of Basha, began to reign over Israel in Tizra, and he reigned two years. But his servant, Zimri, commander of half his chariots, conspired against him. 
when he was at Tisra, drinking himself drunk in the house of Azra, who was over the household of Tisra, Zimri came in and struck him down and killed him in the twenty-seventh year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his place. When he began to reign, as soon as he had seated himself on the throne, he struck down all the house of Basha. He did not leave him a single male of his relatives or his friends. Thus Zimri destroyed all the house of Basha, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke against Basha by Jehu the prophet. For all the sins of Basha, and all the sins of Elah his son, which they sinned, and which they made Israel to sin, provoking the God of Israel to anger with their idols. Now the rest of the acts of Elah and all that he did, are, not, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? In the twenty-seventh year of Asa king of Judah, Zimri reigned seven days in Tizra. Now the troops were encamped against Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines, and the troops who were encamped heard it said, Zimri has conspired, and he has killed the king. Therefore all Israel made Omri, the commander of the army, king over Israel that day in the camp. So Omri went up from Gibbethon, and all Israel with him, and they besieged Tizra. And when Zimri saw that the city was taken, he went into the citadel of the king's house and burned the king's house over him with fire and died because of his sins that he committed, doing evil in the sight of the Lord, walking in the way of Jeroboam, and for his sins which he committed, making Israel to sin. Now the rest of the acts of Zimri and the conspiracy that he made, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? Then the people of Israel were divided into two parts. Half of the people followed Tibni, the son of Ganath, to make him king, and half followed Omri. People who followed Omri overcame the people who followed Tibni, the son of Ganath. So Tibni died, and Omri became king. In the thirty-first year of Asa, king of Judah, Omri began to reign over Israel, and he reigned for twelve years. Six, six years he reigned in Tizra. He bought the hill of Samaria from Shemer for two talents of silver, and he fortified the hill, and called the name of the city that he built Samaria, after the name of Shemer, the owner of the hill. Omri did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and did more evil than all who were before him. For he walked in all the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and in the sins that he made Israel to sin, provoking the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger by their idols. Now the rest of the acts of Omri that he did, and the might that he showed, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Omri slept with his fathers and was buried in Samaria, and Ahab his son reigned in his place. In the thirty-eighth year of Asa king of Judah, Ahab the son of Omri began to reign over Israel. And Ahab the son of Omri reigned over Israel in Samaria twenty-two years. And Ahab the son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord, more than all who were before him. And as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, he took for his wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbaal, king of the Sidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. He erected an altar for Baal the, in the house of Baal, which he built in Samaria. And Ahab made an Asherah. Ahab did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. In his days, Heol of Bethel built Jericho. 
He laid its foundation at the cost of Abiram, his firstborn, and set up its gates at the cost of his youngest son, Segub, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Joshua, the son of Nun. Chapter 17 Now Elijah the Tishbite of Tishba in Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years, except by my word. And the word of the Lord came to him, Depart from here, and turn eastward, and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. You shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went, and did according to the word of the Lord. He went, and lived by the brook Cherith, that is east of the Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And after a while the brook dried up, because there was no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to bring it, he called to her and said, Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar, and a little oil in a jug. And now I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear, go and do as you have said. But first make me a little cake of it, and bring it to me, and afterward make something for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, The jar of flour shall not be spent, and the jug of oil shall not be empty, until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she went and did as Elijah said. And she and he and her household ate for many days. The jar of flour was not spent. Neither did the jug of oil become empty, according to the word of the Lord that he had spoke to Elijah. After this, the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, became ill, and his illness was so severe that there was no breath left in him. And she said to Elijah, What have you against me, O man of God? You have come to me to bring my sin to remembrance and to cause the death of my son. And he said to her, Give me your son. And he took him from her arms and carried him into the upper chamber where he lodged, and laid him on his own bed. And he cried to the Lord, O Lord my God, have you brought calamity even upon the widow with whom I sojourn, by killing her son? Then he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried to the Lord, O Lord my God, let this child's life come into him again. And the Lord listened to the voice of Elijah. And the life of the child came into him again, and he revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper chamber into the house, and delivered him to his mother. And Elijah said, See, your son lives. And the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God, and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is true. Chapter 18 after many days the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. So Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria, and Ahab called Obadiah, who was over the household. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. And when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifties in a cave, and fed them with bread and water. And Ahab said to Obadiah, 
Go through the land, to all the springs of water, and to all the valleys. Perhaps we may find grass, and save the horses and mules alive, and not lose some of the animals. So they divided the land between them to pass through it. Ahab went in one direction by himself, and Obadiah went in another direction by himself. And as Obadiah was on the way, behold, Elijah met him. And Obadiah recognized him, and fell on his face, and said, Is it you, my lord Elijah? And he answered him, It is I. Go, tell your lord, Behold, Elijah is here. And he said, How have I sinned, that you would give your servant into the hand of Ahab to kill me? As the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my Lord has not sent to seek you. And when they would say, He is not here, he would take an oath of the kingdom or nation that they had not found you. And now you say, Go, tell your Lord, behold, Elijah is here. And as soon as I have gone from you, the Spirit of the Lord will carry you I know not where. And so, when I come and tell Ahab, and he cannot find you, he will kill me. Although I, your servant, have feared the Lord from my youth, has it not been told, my Lord, what I did when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord, how I hid a hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifties in a cave and fed them with bread and water? And now you say, Go, tell your Lord, behold, Elijah is here, and he will kill me. And Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, I will surely show myself to him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab, and told him. And Ahab went to meet Elijah. When Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, Is it you, you troubler of Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you have, and your father's house, because you have abandoned the commandments of the Lord, and followed the Baals. Now therefore send and gather all Israel to me at Mount Carmel and the four hundred and fifty prophets of Baal, and the four hundred prophets of Asherah, who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent to all the people of Israel, and gathered the prophets together at Mount Carmel. And Elijah came near to all the people, and said, How long will you go limping between two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. Then Elijah said to the people, I even I only am left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophet are four hundred and fifty men. Let two bowls be given to us, and let them choose one bowl for themselves, and cut it in pieces, and lay it on the wood, but put no fire to it. And I will prepare the other bowl, and lay it on the wood, and put no fire to it. And you call upon the name of your God, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God." And all the people answered, It is well spoken. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose for yourselves one bull, and prepare it first, for you are many, and call upon the name of your God, but put no fire to it. And they took the bull that was given them, and they prepared it, and called upon the name of Baal from morning until noon, saying, O Baal, answer us! But there was no voice, and no one answered. And they limped around the altar that they had made. And at noon Elijah mocked them, saying, Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is musing, or he is relieving himself, or he is on a journey, or perhaps he is asleep and must be awakened. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their custom with swords and lances until the blood gushed out of them. And as midnight 
passed, they raved on until the time of the offering of the oblation, but there was no voice. No one answered. No one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come near to me. And all the people came near to him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down. Elijah took twelve stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be your name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar, as great as would contain two seahs of seed. And he put the wood in order, and cut the bowl in pieces, and laid it on the wood. And he said, Fill four jars with water, and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. And he said, Do it a second time. And they did it a second time. And he said, Do it a third time. And they did it a third time. And the water ran around the altar, and filled the trench also with water. And at the time of the offering of the oblation, Elijah the prophet came near, and said, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and that I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, that this people may know that you, O Lord, are God, and that you have turned their hearts back. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. And Elijah said to them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Let not one of them escape. And they seized them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and slaughtered them there. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go up. Eat and drink, for there is a sound of the rushing of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel, and he bowed himself down on the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And at the seventh time he said, Behold, a little cloud like a man's hand is rising from the sea. And he said, Go up, say to Ahab, Prepare your chariot and go down, lest the rain stop you. And in a little while the heavens grew black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel, and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he gathered up his garment and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. 